You are now listening to the Art of Thinking Smart podcast, episode number five. So I'm really excited to be sitting here with Wally Amos, and as I mentioned before, just an incredible history that he's had. And uh, the way I met Wally was <laughs> I was on my way back from Babson College uh, as part of the Goldman Sachs Small Business Program that I was uh, that I mentioned. Uh, earlier, and he was on a plane. Uh, I was on my way back yeah. from LA attending my daughter's marriage the previous day. And, was and, and so, and I, as soon as Wally walked, he came in through the uh, airplane doors, I recognized you immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I could tell why that presence is when you walked in, just how everybody gravitated towards you. It was just, you know, how sometimes when someone walks in, you could just tell. And that was very um, exciting uh, in that regard. So I'm really grateful. I, as soon as we chatted, I had to take the opportunity to ask you uh, to come and do the video as well. The you podcast. were waiting to go to the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, what <laughs> right, right, right. And that, that, that's where you were sitting. That's why. <laughs> I, I, had, I had that exit row seat, 7C. Um, Exit out as soon as you come in. <laughs> on, 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 on the end. It was just perfect. The seat next to it was empty, and a friend of mine was traveling uh, on the same flight. Come mm. here, and uh, he came up. We had, and it was a, it was a wonderful flight. Right. And I, I met. You never know who you're going to meet. Exactly. You never, know, never know where opportunity is. Right. But you have no control over it. Either, right. Right. You know? And most people don't like talking to planes, but I was glad that uh, we got to, yeah, which is, that's, that's the friendly one. So a part of the, what I wanted to do is just, and, and so for our viewers and listeners, um, when I was at Babson, and Babson being the entrepreneur college, you know, 18 straight years running, and also 2014 Money Magazine named it the college of the year in the country. Your face, nice big picture mm-hmm. on the wall. They're, they're yeah. Hall of Famers of Ooh, entrepreneurs. 82 or 87. So 87 yeah. is when you received it. Yeah. So it's just incredible. So I just first wanted to just take the time to, uh, you know, just to talk about yourself. Uh, you know, where well, you, you, you ask, and I'll, and I'll Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, you're. Excuse yeah, me. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. That's, that's, that's the train delivering mail. Right, right. I, I like that because you know, I have a girlfriend every time it happens. <laughs> the mail's coming, Seymour. Seymour, <laughs> the mail's coming. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. All right, we just, there'll be no more mail. <laughs> and we're, you're most well-known for famous Amos cookies. Absolutely. That, and, that's what I know. Well, that, 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 is, that is one of the one things, of the things that right. I'm known for. But you actually got started in the entertainment industry. So I maybe did. if you want to talk about that, Marvin Gaye was one of your clients? Yes, yeah? Marvin Gaye. I was, um, I was an agent at the William Morris office years ago. The William Morris office no longer exists as the William Morris office. Mm-hmm. It is it joined forces with another company, and I forget what their name is now. But I was there from, I think, 64, uh, sometime like that. And this is in New York City? In New York City. They also had offices in Chicago and, and out in Beverly Hills. And every now and then I would go visit those. But my, my headquarters, I was stationed out of the New York office. And it was an interesting time. <clears throat> and as I have reflected on my time at the William Morris office, you know, everything prepares you for something else. Mm. We're always in training for the next adventure, for the next course that we're going to have to take. And we, we really never know 
what that is going to be. Good point. Because then you you it's some you you become the sum total of all your life experiences. Ah. You know, it's so natural that that is the way that that life is structured. But that that taught me how to promote. Ah. Um, because I was promoting people though. Right. You know? But that experience was just laying the groundwork and a stepping stone that would would give me what I needed many years later to launch Famous Amos. Mm. Um, because I've never really had any real business experience, oh, except from, from Famous Amos. Okay, but okay. prior to Famous Amos, I didn't have any business experience. Show business is not about business. Uh, it's about promoting people. But it's about show. Oh, yeah, right. right. I mean, th there's a business part of it, but they go through money like it, it's, it's, it's everywhere, and for some of them it is. You mm. know? So it's a whole different mindset. Uh, and so I was involved in that, and then I got involved in the famous Amos years later, and having never sold a product, but having sold people mm. for uh, 14 years, because right. uh, seven years with William Morris, and then another seven years as a personal manager. An agent, <laughs> David, primarily secures employment for an entertainer mm. in various career fields. Sure. A manager is a coordinator for all the other people in the agent in, in the entertainer's life because the theory is that the entertainer is busy preparing for his or her craft mm -hmm. and they can't handle all the business details sure. with all those people so that the the manager becomes an extension of the client of the entertainer and takes care of all of the other details and everything everything is built to, through the manager to the client, um, and that's the way that works. So, so it was a. It, it, I, I learned how to promote, <clears throat> and and I, I'm I'm really just a promoter. It's it's almost forty years later, and I don't consider myself this is done well. Person. Well, so <clears throat> New York, and then you moved to L.A. Correct. I moved to L.A. Well, to Hollywood. Um, um, I, I I got tired of show business. I just I got tired of that being at William Morris. I'd been there for a long time, and I didn't see a future. I see. You know, and I'd done well. Uh, I'd been one of the first people involved in the rock and roll division. When I was one of the founding members wow. of the rock and roll division. First agent for Simon and Garfunkel, the Supreme. Wow. Book uh, of Temptations, Marvin Gaye. You know, and it was... <clears throat> It's incredible now, maybe in hindsight, but when I was like when I was representing Simon Garfunkel, they weren't famous. Oh, I see, I see. I was their first agent. You know? <laughs> I was the very first agent because of you. Them. They took off then. No, not because of me. No, 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 because of their talent. They I, took okay, got off. it. I just happened to be a small part of that. Mm. But I had nothing. I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't create anything. Right. I was just there, uh, and I knew their manager. And that was how I represented them. So. You know, we, we, we take things out of context, and we, we always get so involved with the show of mm. life, with, with the exterior. Mm. But you never see and have an understanding of what goes on underneath. Because that's where the growth is. That's, that's where the real action is happening. Mm. Not on top, not, not what you see someone's on television or right. someone's doing that. that. That's nothing. Sure. But 
when you get underneath, that's where life is really lived, and that's where all the answers come from. Wow. And so you talent agent in New York, L.A. Now, you started the Famous Famous Cookies by from your aunt's recipe. Well, that, it, was, it, it, was, it was the recipe that she used. All chocolate chip cookies right. come from the basic Toll House recipe. Okay. Right? And they're called the Toll House cookies mm -hmm. because a lady named Ruth Wakefield okay. made the very first chocolate chip cookies. Okay. She owned a restaurant in Whitman, Massachusetts. All right. It was near the toll station on the highway. Interesting. And that's her restaurant was called the Toll House Inn. And the first chocolate chip cookies that she made were called Ruth Wakefield's Tried and True Toll House Recipe. Interesting. And that's where the name okay. came from. And Nestle's, you know, first of all, she she wanted she wanted to make um, just basic cookies, sure. and, and 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 she um, um, had not made she would, she would make drop cookies a lot. That's just, just the same recipe with no chocolate, mm. and you just just drop on them on the, on the cookies. Right. And she wanted to do a little different, so she wanted the, the chocolate. They didn't have chips then, yeah. but Baker's oh. chocolate had chocolate chunks. Okay. So she used, she, she, you know, they had bars, and she cut them, the little slivers got it, got in, the, it. In, the, in the cookie dough. And the first recipe was called Ruth Wakefield's Tried and True Chocolate Chunk Cookies. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And, that, so that. and they became a real hit in the community. Mm -hmm. She wanted Baker's chocolate. Baker's is a really superior chocolate. I see. It has been all these years. Right. The distributor did not have Baker's chocolate, he only had Nestle's. I see. So she got Nestle's. The cookies became a great hit. Nestle's got wind of this. They went up and they started selling more chocolate bars as a result of that also. And so Nestle's became famous in a sense for that, for that right. chocolate chip cookies. And, 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 and they ultimately bought the rights uh, from Ruth. Nestle Toll House Cookies. Nestle's Toll House Cookies. <laughs> That's see. how that came to be. I had no idea. That's fascinating. So, so it, 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 and, and so it's, when I was a little boy, my mother and father divorced mm. when I was 12 years old. I see. And, and that has been a turning point. There's so many turning points in sure, everybody's sure, life. Sure. If they had not divorced, mm -hmm. you and I would not be sitting here mm. because I would never come to Hawaii. My life would have taken a different route. Got it. Had they stayed together. Sure. So <clears throat> a lot of people look at divorce as a bad thing. Not necessarily. It can make it's good out of anything. It's what you make it. Right. You know, make it's what you decide it's going to be. It's not the event itself that determines where your life is going to go. Right. It's what you do with the event or after the event right. that becomes a determining factor. So uh, I moved to New York to live with Aunt Della. And she was so much more loving than my mother. My mother was a disciplinarian. She <laughs> beat me unmercifully. Oh, wow. I, I swear, I was not a bad kid because I was afraid of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Andela was very loving. And Andela made the most greatest cookies. And my mother never made cookies. She made cakes and pies for my cookies. Andela made these cookies in uh, a little apartment that was about as big as your office. I swear. 
and she would mix up these cookies, and I would be there, man, just. <laughs> and, and 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 when they were finished, I get to lick the bowl and lick the spoon. Oh, it's just a, it's a memorable experience. Right. And Adela was so lovely and fun, and all the things that my mother was not. Yeah. Uh, and so, but during that time, whenever I wanted cookies, all I had to do was ask and make a sad face, and she would cookies <laughs> for me because I, I was her favorite. They had a son. But I think she liked me more than she liked you. <laughs> and so um, I, I grew up in that in that environment. And uh, I was in the Air Force. And she would send me cookies. I was stationed here at the Air Force. Oh, wow. What years? 1954 to 1954. Right after the Korean War then. Yes, yes. Wow. So she would send me cookies. You put them in a shoebox. Yeah. Wrapped with cramped paper. I'd open it. And this barracks with all these, and then really, swooped on the cookies would be gone. Yeah. And so, I, the cookies were a part of my life for a, a very, very long time. Uh, and then I was, I was finally at a meeting with a client because I left William Morris, moved to California, became a personal manager, who was working closely, as I said, with, with clients at that point. There was a, a little actress named Sherry Summers, mm. who was cute and so talented. Mm. And we had a meeting at my apartment office, and um, she bought some cookies, some chocolate chip cookies. Wow. And I hadn't had any in a really long time. And I got so excited. I get these cookies. I, I, I mean, and all of a sudden, I wanted to make them. I had never wanted to make cookies before because mm -hmm. Adela always made them. I see. But now Adela had not made them in a long time. Right. And I, I had this desire to eat chocolate chip cookies. And I thought that Sherry would say, well, the recipe's on the back of the chocolate chip packet. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I thought she would say it was some deep dog secret family recipe. Right, right. And sh what she did say was, the recipe's on the back of the chocolate chip package. And I was just stunned. As soon as our meeting was over, I went to the supermarket, got a bag of chocolate chips, and right on the back of that. Was the recipe? Was the recipe, and that started it. I went home immediately, started making cookies, and I made them for five years. Okay. In the 1970s, I made them from the 70s. And from what I understand, he uses cookies to. Uh, you would be out in the street corner keeping these out. Not, not in the street corner. Oh, okay. I was in show business. I was right. a personal manager, so I go to meetings. I go okay. see casting directors and producers right. and directors, and there are hundreds of people that they're seeing every day. So what I've always instinctively look to do how do I differentiate myself mm. from everybody else right right all right so how do I bring attention to me and to my clients really mm -hmm. not to me but I'm there to represent my client so I don't want to take anything away from my clients towards me but how do I enhance my clients chances of seeing this guy or this lady so that they might get the part right and cookies became that that vehicle that allowed me to do that. So you separate and, yourself through giving these cookies. Absolutely. And through Great. giving. Through giving, though. Mm, through see, giving. It's such an important thing. Right. That giving is receiving. And I, I gave away cookies for years just because it was so, it just felt so good. Mm -hmm. When people would always eat a cookie and say, wow, these are great cookies. And they said that forever. And they still say that, <laughs> and because the cookies are great, and they taste good mm. consistently over almost 40 years, those cookies have tasted good. So that, that was nourishing right. for me, right. and, and, and I just got such a kick out of it, and never thought about selling them. 
because sure. I was having so much fun giving them away. And they were literally my calling card. Your calling card. Because people would see me and say, hey man, where are my cookies? <laughs> so they became very possessive. Interesting. Over the cookies. You wow. Know? And who would have thought that that cookie would have been my calling card? And then forever, the cookie is my calling card. Right. Even now, I meet people at yeah, the cookie kahuna the cookie that we have kahuna. here, yeah. and I'm gonna be uploading this on the website so you can see uh, these cookies. So, when did you start making cookies an actual business? Then I started in 19. Uh, the idea came to me in 1974. I was having dinner one evening actually with a friend, B.J. Gilmore. I had offices at A&M Records. And B.J. was Quincy Jones' secretary. Okay. And I had been friends with Quincy from when I had offices in New York City. So we were having dinner one day, and there was no relationship or anything, just a friendship. Sure. And all of a sudden, B.J. said, you know, Wally, <clears throat> uh, I, I used to take cookies into the office. Sure. Everybody knew that I had cookies. I was not trying, I had a couple of clients there, but I just, again, want to bring attention to what I'm doing sure. and how can this enhance my clients. And so <clears throat> B.J. said to me, one evening over dinner, no money. You and I should go in business together selling these cookies. Yeah. I had never, ever thought about selling cookies. The idea to sell cookies had never even remotely crossed my mind. Yeah. But that night, timing, timing is everything, but timing is hindsight. And you cannot project or predict timing. Yeah. It just happens. Sure. But you have to respond to it. When it does, and when it really happens on a heartfelt basis, you have to respond to it. You can't resist it. Mm. So <clears throat> she said that. I I said yes because what she said after that was that I got a friend Wally that I can get to put up the money. Oh okay. And and I said well that's 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 let's do that. Right. And the next morning, I walked into the office because my office was near her sure. office, Quincy's office, and. <clears throat> I walked in and I said, "Okay, BJ, I was I, I made a I made a commitment that sure. night, and commitment has really carried me since then. It, it is one of the most powerful words in the English language, mm. and it's very close to determination. Mm. It is determination. Sure, and determination is what keeps you moving. Sure. It's what during the times when you don't want to move, during the times when you don't have the energy, uh, just the desire to do anything." Mm. Your commitment to what you're doing will not allow you to quit. Mm. And so I walked into the office the next morning, totally committed. And I said, okay, BJ, let's go. Now, I had never done a retail store selling anything that's more cookies. Sure. I didn't know where to start. But it occurred to me that if it were food, that the health department would have something to do with it. So I said, BJ, call the health department and let's find out. What do you need? What are the requirements right. for opening a store selling chocolate chip cookies? That was the very first thing that I did. Okay. It has taught me a lifelong lesson that it's important to start. You never know when the beginning or the end is. Mm -hmm. but the beginning is the first thing that you do. Got it. That launches you into your activity, into your career, into your business, whatever it is. Uh, into your idea, and uh, that started it. And one thing led to another, and I never opened a retail store selling anything. But five months later, I opened the first store in the world 
design, handmade chocolate chip cookies and several other varieties at a retail store on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and Formosa Avenue. So Sunset Formosa in L.A. In the heart of L.A. In, in, in LA. front of that store right. is a plaque that the city council put up a long time ago establishing that as the famous angels. Ah, that's great. I go to L.A. a lot, so I definitely need to uh, go to that location. And so what, uh, what do you think is... You know, Famous Amos is such a, when you think of cookies, Nestle Toll House, I think of Famous Amos, I you know, still to this day love eating them and can't be excited about your new cookie venture. But let's, and let's, let's differentiate sure. also. Famous Amos is owned by Kellogg's. Right, and so I guess, yeah. It is not the cookie that I created. It is the cookie that Kellogg's. Okay, so, and, and uh, we'll, we'll get to there. So, um, it eventually was bought out. But um, just the success of that brand mm -hmm. at the time, mm -hmm. how, uh, what do you equate it to it becoming so popular? Two things. Mm -hmm. One was the taste of the product. Okay. The taste of the product was superior. It was a cookie I've made for seven years. So it's a, your own proprietary... Right. Uh, it's it, 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 a chocolate chip cookie. I see. Okay. All right. Homemade, handmade chocolate chip cookies taste good. I don't care. <laughs> okay. But I mean, that's, that's the truth. Sure, know? sure. We have all these ideas about yeah. it. But, so it was the taste of that homemade cookie. Got it. And, and, and my cookie was head and shoulders over other cookies. Okay. Because I had 32% chocolate oh, I see. in my chocolate chip cookie. I mean, and this the cookie, Kahuna, right. this is the original this, this is it right this, here. this is what the famous Amos cookie was when it was launched. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so you look at the ingredient ledger, and on, on, on that that's the butterscotch. Okay. Right? On, on the two chocolate chip flavors, semi-sweet chocolate is the first ingredient. That means there's more chocolate in these two cookies mm. than any other ingredient. Those ingredients are listed in order of the quantity that they represent. Right. In the product. So there's a lot of chocolate, butter. Um, real ingredients, handmade. So, and there was a love. I loved what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I did not start Famous Amos to see how many cookies I could sell. Sure. Or see how big I could be, or how important I could be. I, right. I managed your business. Sure. So I knew that being famous was no big deal. It, it, this meant that a lot of people recognized you. But I loved what I do. Right. What I did. And I still love making chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's great. That was the difference. Okay. That love that was in those cookies. That love is in the cookie kahuna not. It does not live in famous Amos cookies. Got it, it lives in it, cookie kahuna. It lives wherever Wally Amos that's, goes. And I like that. That's a great point yeah, though. Yeah, that's the is. truth. That is. You know? So two things is the taste of the product the love of the product. Is that Absolutely. Right? Got it. Absolutely. And, and then uh, after it just took off, did you open more locations? We, 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 oh, yeah. we, we opened stores. Open stores throughout the world. I mean, they stores throughout the United States. Uh, there's still stores in Singapore that I opened. There's stores in Malaysia that I opened. Um, I had um, stores from Japan. I did business in Japan with, uh, with, with Sony. And, and because of that now, I'm, I'm getting ready to launch the Cookie Kahuna in Japan. That's awesome. Because there's a young man who tasted cookies yeah. in 1983. And 
warned him again, and I was telling him he's on my and he saw it, and he, now we, I'm doing business with him. He's going to be. Oh, that's great. So it's it's, it's, it's all of that wrapped right. up in one, one package, man. And and how did uh, once you started growing, did you still were they all handmade or at one They're point? All handmade. They're well, still hand. These is these are handmade. They're awesome. still handmade. That's, that's great. That's 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 a key ingredient. Oh, I see. In okay. the product, I think it had. It's not a machines don't you know make things with, with heart. Sure. And with soul. So I think it's important that another person touches that little piece of cookie dough, puts it on the sheet before it goes into the oh, oven. Oh, wow. I think that's really critical to and the taste and the feel of the product. That's good. And so then you uh, end up selling Famous Amos. Yeah. Well, I lost, uh, I, you know, okay. I lost Famous Amos. I, I, didn't, I didn't know business. I knew show business. Sure, so sure. I didn't know anything about selling cookies and all the stuff that went there. So, and my head got too big for my mm. body because, I mean, I was... Famous Amos. Right. I was on every TV show. News. I mean, I was everywhere. I was famous. I became as famous and more famous than most people that I had represented at the time. Mm -hmm. And I lost my perspective. And I was not a team player. Oh, I see. And so, team says together, everyone achieves more. Right. You can't do anything by yourself. The, you, you can't succeed by yourself. I mean, how great you are. Right. You're going to need at least one other person to help you. Very, very important. Yeah. So I forgot that. And ultimately, the company went through a series of ownership changes. And with each ownership change, my equity became less and less. I, I see. It. I had nothing. Okay. And, and I started over and started doing other stuff. And in a sense, I'm still in that in that spiral. You know? mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm bottoming out now. Twenty plus years later, right? With the cookie going, it's showing great signs. Well, which is great, but then I guess the <clears throat> learning experience is definitely uh, separates Wally Amos now from Wally Amos back then. Oh, then. there's no question. There's, there's no question about it. This the Wally Amos is talking to you now is um, is a much more in depth. Wally Amos. Mm. I, mean, I, I was having a great time. I'm having a great time now. Too. Yeah, it was more exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I was irresponsible, and I, I was not respecting my my fellow teammate, team uh, team players. Got it. So yeah, it's a totally, totally different experience. So part of your advice for people, you know, starting their own business or starting any venture, from what I hear, is to be a team player you and to rely on others. You, you, but you have to. Mm, I see. That's that's just common sense. Mm. You have to. Got it. You, first of all, you can only do one thing at a time. Sure. When you're in business, there are lots of things that need to be done at the same time. Sure. You can't be everywhere. You can't be doing everything. So you got to get a good team, and you got to rely on them. You got to trust them. Right. To do their job. And I think even your story is all about second chances and how oh, no matter so what you can continue to come you back. You have as many chances as you want. Mm, but, very powerful. But at some point, you got to learn some of the lessons because mm. you know you diminish as you go on. You get older, mm. and your skills diminish. Mm. So you, you you have to at some point practice what you're preaching. Sure, you have to apply principle to what it is that you're doing. Because if you keep doing the same thing the same way, you'll keep getting the same thing you've always gotten. Failure. And so how did you come up with the idea now? You're starting over again with the Cookie Kahuna, and I'm really excited. You got, you can see that's Wally right there with the eye, right? right? And, and if you see his card, he has, you know, your signature watermelon hat. Uh, and I'll get out posted. So, uh, and okay, so well, how did this idea blossom? How, how did you well, get it? Well, it, it, it blossomed 
out of a desire for me to make handmade cookies again. So, okay, coming back to your first love almost. Absolutely. And Got this, it. this really started a year ago, and it's a year later. I've gone through several names, mm. I've gone through partners, I've gone through a lot of different changes. And it's been so much more difficult with a lot more experience that I've brought, brought to the table. Sure. Uh, Penny Sanders is like a snap, really. Right. Five months I was there. Right. But with this, it's been over a year, and I'm just still struggling to bring this thing to the public, you mm -hmm. know, to the marketplace. Um, so, and there, there are no magic formulas. Even for someone who's famous. Sure, know, sure. I don't have the capital that I need. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't have all the skills that I need. I don't have the right people, so you, you can't get the people unless you have the money to pay them. Mm, I see. And so there's, there's so many things that are missing. I mean, what I have is pain, mm -hmm. and that only goes so far. Oh, okay. It's very only to goes so far. So it, it, it's, 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 it's always different. Sure. Life is always changing, and I think it's just one grand lesson mm. that that we learn about living our individual lives. Mm. But at least right now, these are in stores in Hawaii. Well, now. they're in a store. They're in, in a Hawaii store now. at the Boardwalk um, Treats. Boardwalk Treats, which is. Uh, you can find this at uh, well, cookiekahuna.com. Right. Um, that's, this is an online Sure. So they, and you'll uh, ship straight to I'll their ship, doors? Right. Only, only domestically. Only, only, in, only in the U.S. In the, in the, in the United States, yeah. And you are working with somebody in Japan to launch it there, too? Right, right. And by the spring, I think it'll be ready to launch. Got it. And um, I remember the one of the times when we were talking on the plane ride mm -hmm. back to Honolulu, uh, you said you found out the word kahuna, because we know yeah. there's a movie with Big Kuna. And what, what is it that you learned yeah. about that word? Well, you know, in Hawaii, as you know, it's more commonly used as a priest or minister. Mm -hmm. But I checked, um, and it was a, a definition that I really liked. And it said that Kahuna was a caretaker. A caretaker. And I, you know, and but in a sense, that's what a minister is. Right, right. So takes care of their flock, of their congregation. Right, right. And I think that on a much deeper level, we all need to be caretakers of one another. Sure. And so the idea of promoting that it resonates with me. Right. And I, I do a lot of things with people, and have through the years because people, uh, it, it's the most constant thing in life. Sure. You can't do anything without people. And I promoted literacy for years, adult literacy, and uh, reading to children. So it, it's, it makes sense. So readitloud.org is a, uh, a nonprofit that you're supporting and helping. Foundation that I started to really create widespread awareness for reading aloud. I felt a little short, but it's carrying on, and I'm not finished yet. That's great. Because uh, I, but you know, I don't know how to stop. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to quit. Well, it's good because we still got cookies now right. that are the original recipe. Absolutely. Uh, and so we're getting the 1970s version of what you have, which is what made everything so famous. This is the taste. This is the taste. That made me famous. That, that's great. Mm -hmm. but what's the, so what's the significance of the watermelon hat? Is there any well, story I behind I, that? I, I like I like. Watermelon. Uh, so my wife and I love watermelon. Yeah. The season's over, but we bought our last one, and I so, cut it up last night. So, so sad. So sad. Oh, my watermelon. Right, right, right. May, you know. <laughs> but that, 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 it's, a, it's a fun fruit. Mm. It's, it's juicy. It's, it's it, it just, it, There's nothing that I can see that's negative Got it. about watermelon. But it's also, it was an attention getter. Sure. That, that hat, I just, um, my... Oh, my mother-in-law gave me a watermelon hat. 
and I just gravitated to it because it was different. Oh, I see. see. It's all different. I like things that are different. I am different, and it's those things that are different that will grab your attention. Mm. At, at the core, I'm a promoter. All right. And, and so it allowed great me job to here be now. distinguished and to stand out from everyone else. And people see that, well, no, they know as well. Now, I switched on my, my cap. I but see. it's still yeah. red. The red or what? But then it's the, the cookie red kahuna, which green. is great. Right. And and so, just what you have, you got the handmade chocolate chip pecan. Right. This is the handmade original chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. So this is the first one that you made. Right. And then we have the uh, butter, butterscotch. Uh, butterscotch. butterscotch with and are these three the only uh, offer now? Three okay, only three flavors now. Right now. Got it. And you don't need 31 glaze. Yeah, no, exactly. If you got three that everybody wants and they taste good consistently, All right. then see how far you can go with that. Yeah, well, I am excited. And uh, for those listening in, watching, you can. Um, I'm going to put the link to uh, the website below. And so you get to enjoy these cookies, and I definitely, uh, and this is the original. That's, that's what's that is, so exciting. It is, as I say, it's the taste that made me famous. You eat enough of these cookies, and you hear this sound. It's <laughs> 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 the kazoo. Yeah. It's another prop. Right, right. You need props because people are so distracted. Sure, There's so sure. many things vying for your attention. Yeah, yeah. So how can I break through right. all the clutter and get right to it so that right. you know this is Wally. Right. It's a cap, it's a kazoo, it's a nice packaging, it's Wally's person. It's all of that that uh, identifies very, Wally. Very, very correct. Yeah. Especially in today's uh, uh, world. And and the thing is is that I was born when the original cookie came out. <laughs> so I'm actually excited that I get to taste the originals because I grew up on Famous Amos, but yeah. by then... It was, it was not, it was, it was, it was a small cookies packaged. It was okay. So it was a big boxes. Yeah. Like Chips Ahoy and package cookie. Yeah. It was a package cookie, not homemade. That's the important thing. But these are homemade and these are made in Hawaii right now. They're made in Hawaii. They're made in Hawaii. Handmade in Hawaii. Handmade in Hawaii. Yes. That is packaged in Hawaii too right now. Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So it's gotta be quick then. So everything is done. Here in Hawaii, it's a local cookie. Right? It's a local cookie and baked with aloha. Baked with aloha, yeah. and I think that is really uh, is it baked in Hawaii with aloha. It's the true. original taste that made me famous, the cookie yeah. kahuna. Uh, I'm super excited. Is there anything else you know? Nah, you wanna say and, and I again thank you. I'm super excited that. Uh, uh, you well, know, I think you've had great success also, young man. You know, I still, yeah, well. still, so, still learning. We all are. You're right. I'm 78 years old. <laughs> you still have another 20 years to go. Who knows? Yeah, I don't right? know how long I have to right. go. But every day, I'm going to give my best. That's awesome. Every day, I'm going to be excited about living, about learning, right. about working, right. about expecting new things and surprises, you know. And that's, that's what life is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the time to die is when you run out of ideas, when you run out of the energy and the desire sure. to really be productive right. and to do stuff. And I think that's time. definitely, yeah. a, a, and uh, at least, you know, being in the finance industry, I know people who are very wealthy, but they're absolutely miserable. And then you mm -hmm. have people who, you know what, have gotten long, but they're really happy because wealth to them is not a financial number, right. but it's the relationships you have, right. the ideas, the, right. you're creating value. And, and I think in, no, in a short matter of time, you'll be back where you were before. Well, I think I'll be in a better place. And and that's even better, I'll right? Be further along the road than I was before. But clearly, I've learned that money does not create a successful life, mm -hmm. a peaceful life, mm -hmm. a life worth living. Right. It's what you do with the money. It's what you do with your life that really 
matters, and at the core, it is ultimately about love, and it is about giving back to the community right. to help other people. That's great. But to be famous for what? I represent famous people. It's not a big deal. Right. But to use that fame in a constructive way, which I've always done. That's great. That gives me value mm. to me, mm. not to anybody else. Sure. I feel that I have value because I've used my life in a very productive way. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, Good. thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Really excited. Nice with you. Yeah, absolutely. You, never, you see, you never know. I didn't yeah. know when I got on that plane that I was going to meet you. Yeah, right, right. And I, I saw you standing there for a while before we even spoke. Right, right. And ultimately now. Yeah, I'm in your office yep. and we're doing a podcast. Yeah, so it, you never know. And, and this is going to go out across the world. We're yeah. having the, the thousands of view, uh, downloads and it's right. growing every day. So uh, I, I hope that all of you listening in, the Cookie Kahuna. Uh, and so the cookie caretaker, yeah. <laughs> you're the caretaker of the yeah. original recipe. Yes, and well, I have been the caretaker right? of that original recipe. And there have been so many instances... When, when I was I was tempted to, to, to just do a mass-produced cookie, and I couldn't. Mm. There's literally something inside of me that would not let me do that. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And it's been a struggle. Mm. Being famous doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Mm. It just means I'm famous. Right? Sure, sure. But I have so many challenges and so many hurdles to overcome. But I believe in me. I believe in my product. So I will go the distance. Great. This will be far more successful than famous famous on site. Oh, that's great and I'm excited to be a part of this journey Thank thanks you, again appreciate yeah. it All right. Aloha. Aloha 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 <laughs> 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 he knows how to grab her attention until we meet again thanks a lot